0: I actually thought for a moment, Asher Record Service was going to have to come pick me up and take me home, (laughs) because my vehicle was about to be sold out Mm. from underneath me. Good afternoon, Mr. Trey Biddy. Hey, guys. Number 23.
1: Yeah, it's been a whirlwind of commitments, hasn't it? I mean, the rate at which Arkansas is picking up commitments is really unlike anything I've seen. Uh, Davion Dozier out of Moody, Alabama, number 605-ranked prospect in the country, Uh, on the 24-7 sports composite, Uh, number 77 wide receiver, number 26 overall in the state of Alabama. This is a kid I really like. You turn on his video, and he's long, lanky. He's got juke moves. Um, He's got speed, uh, shows a lot of ability. Had a nice offer list. Ended up choosing Arkansas over Maryland, Tennessee, South Carolina, and Duke, Georgia Tech, South Florida, Arkansas State, several others that offered him. Um, But he's a good-looking Good-looking prospect, I think a guy that uh, a guy that brings a little bit something different to the table than Micah T's, um at six-four-one ninety-five. And suddenly, Arkansas is at twenty-three commitments, still ranked in the top ten nationally. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see where they go from here. I, I think they can probably be pretty selective with these next few next few slots. So we'll see where they go from here.
2: Okay. So the fact that okay, so Tennessee did offer him. We Mm -hmm. did not see Alabama or Auburn on that list, which doesn't mean that they won't try later, which made us think about this, and you'll know it for sure. Okay, so eventually Ole Miss and Mississippi State offered K.J. Jefferson, but when Mm -hmm. Arkansas offered him, and even when he committed, had those two two schools offered him a scholarship at that point? Do you remember? With
1: K.J., I believe Mississippi State had, and I think Ole Miss came uh, a bit later
0: with
2: an offer. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. There you go.
0: We had someone that – said that they thought that those two schools had offered K.J. as a linebacker. Do you remember that?
1: No, I don't remember that. Okay. I think we he could have played either. linebacker if oh, he didn't yeah. have, have such a nice arm.
0: Probably
2: still could. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah. Well, we we teased
1: about tight end. He could play tight end.
2: I think Yeah, 6'3", 245
1: fits a lot. I mean, if he wanted to, you wanted to, you could have made him a defensive end probably.
2: Pretty happy to have him a quarterback, though. Yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah,
2: I was actually yeah. watching uh, his extended
1: highlights. War Machine Twenty Thirteen does a great job putting those together. I was watching all his highlights from last year just to kind of remind myself of what Arkansas has in KJ Jefferson. And I mean, guy can make plays. And you know, something else is kind of crazy. Like he wasn't a hundred percent. And you know, after that Texas A and M game when he drove his knee into the ground. You know, he was never fully 100% after that. So hopefully he stays healthy. He's got an offensive line that should be able to keep him pretty healthy. He's just got to gotta be smart about some things. I get the idea of, you know, rolling over people, you know, bowing over safeties to show them, as Sam Pittman said, this is all day. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, it, you, you got to step out of bounds.
2: So Trey, a guy, a friend asked me the other day, "How many? What do you think of Arkansas's season?" I said, "I think they could win six, seven, eight, nine, or ten games." Now, and, and I threw that out there, but I said, "And and you could, but the whole key is <clears throat> Jefferson staying healthy, because yeah. you think as as much as we all love to watch Malik Hornsby run, if they really do think he's a quality wide receiver, how much, how prepared would he be to be the quarterback if something did happen to Jefferson?"
1: Yeah. Well, like I was kind of was saying yesterday, if you needed him to come in and protect a lead, yeah. I don't hate I don't hate Malik Mahorns be coming in and doing that. What if he has to uh, start? If what you if needed him to come back and win a game, that might be that might be a lot to ask for him. We don't know. What I mean we haven't seen him really at mm-hmm. put in that situation yet. So I think the big thing is, you know, with Malik, if you're gonna work him at wide receiver so much, you better feel pretty good about Kate Fortin. Um, and Cade Renfro potentially also, depending on, on what his health status is. But you better feel good about that third guy.
2: Yeah.
0: At what point – I mean, this, this has to be I'm, – I'm thinking both KJ – I'm sorry, uh, Kendall Briles and maybe, maybe even Sam Pittman. But, I mean, when do you start pushing Malik Hornsby, not as a wide receiver, but I'm talking as a quarterback, but just, again, to give him – In-game snaps, but what he got last year, really you didn't want him to throw the football because you wanted him to protect the lead. He needs to throw the football.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to continue to work on his development there. I think that's what he wants eventually is to, to be a quarterback, to be a, you know, next Lamar Jackson type of guy. Uh, so you got to continue to work his development there. But you really do also need to get him on the field. I mean, we I saw too many times in the spring where his speed was just too much for Arkansas's defense, just too much. Um, and if it wasn't just him going deep, it was – Just the fear of him going deep and, you know, he runs a hitch and there's nobody around him because everybody's scared of him running past him. It's legitimate. I think that he he could absolutely make some big plays and key moments at wide receiver for Arkansas this year. So it's a a tricky situation because you want to continue to develop him at quarterback, but the guy has a chance to really make some plays at wide receiver too.
2: Does it also depend on how some of these other wide receivers come along? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, what, if some other guys are really good, because you're right, Hornsby is not as tall as Traylon Burks, but he's faster than Burks was, didn't he?
1: Yeah. I mean, he's he's six two. He's not two twenty five either. You know, he's probably, I don't think he's two hundred. Is he? So probably, probably um, not. Yeah. So a, a different type of player, and and I, I think Arkansas has some potential at wide receiver. I just know that there's not anybody on that roster. Bryce Stevens would probably be the closest guy, but there's just nobody that can match his straight line speed. And that's what I saw was for Arkansas's defense, I I felt like they were super cautious whenever he was lined up, you know, whenever he was out on the field. And it was you know, it was stuff that they did early. It wasn't like, all right, you know, into practice, let's do some Malik Hornsby at quarterback or excuse me, at wide receiver work. I mean, they would come out one well, of the first times they would do team. They would line up with Malik Hornsby at wide receiver. So, I, I fully expect them to try to work that as much as as they feel comfortable with.
0: Anyway, Trey, out of curiosity, this is um, uh, from eight seven zero. Wasn't Burks a three star?
1: No, Burks was no. a four star. Yeah. The no. thing that about Burks that's interesting is. You know, obviously there were people who saw him in person, local people and stuff, but Traylon never went to a single camp, not a single college camp or Under Armour or the opening, none of that stuff. And really the NFL Combine was the first time that he had done any of that stuff in a public setting. I mean, that's pretty remarkable. Uh, so that he was ranked the number 104 overall prospect in the country, 104, which, you know, ultimately is – is underrated for him, but it was all based on, you know, what people were saying, people close to the situation, who'd seen him in person and what you could observe on film. And Traylon's highlight video also wasn't exceptionally put together. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like a, a seven minute video of just his elite plays, it was like a 25-minute video of, like, all his plays and, you know,
2: <laughs> lining
1: up at the line of scrimmage, you know. Coaches want to see something that's fast, you know, that's, right. that's cut up well. Um, so he didn't put together a great highlight tape. He didn't go to any camps, and he was still 104 nationally. But he was he was a four-star by every single recruiting service out there and
0: obviously was a composite four-star. He was a freak. He was a freak. <laughs> All right, let's check in with uh, Sam. Sam, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. I do. Good afternoon. Uh, just a comment on the Hornsby situation. I mean, a coach isn't really going to put a quarterback, a backup quarterback developing at receiver. if One, if they can't cut it, or two, if they don't know the playbook. I mean, I thought that from his comparison or from his progression last year, I mean, he looked, Better from the two two or three times we saw him each time. So, I mean, it sounds like he picked up on the playbook a little bit better, which is good. You need to get an athlete on the field, especially when you lose a guy like Burks, like y'all were just talking about. So, um, I mean, that's just my two cents on things. But I think it looks like he's developing correctly and just a good sign for Arkansas. Let him play some receiver, get on the field, let him hit some people and score some points, hopefully. And then next year maybe use it back and let him develop more as a quarterback.
1: He needs to be able to run a go pattern. Thank you, Sam. A stop and go and a hitch. That's probably like the, work those three patterns. You know, with him, with with Malik at quarterback, um, you know, he's got he's got a strong strong arm. He can throw the ball, and uh, he's not an inaccurate with the ball either. It's just he makes of where to go with the ball, and the velocity at which he decides to throw it like there, you know, a 10 yard slant doesn't need to be a howitzer, you know, it it needs to have Mm -hmm. some touch on it. Um, and that's, that's some of the things that I think that he could continue to develop on, but like arm strength, that's, that's not a concern with, with Malik Hornsby. Um, and I don't necessarily think accuracy is, I think it's, it's just maybe some of the, the choices you make with how hard to throw the ball and where to throw the ball.
2: For those of us who he made a very good and, throw, yeah, who enjoyed watching Quinn Grovey. Of course, three years started at Arkansas and played with Greg Thomas his freshman year. I think Quinn thought the job was his after Greg Thomas graduated, and Ken Hatfield told him, "No, you got to be, become a better thrower," and he did. But I, I think of Hornsby on that play against Penn State reminded me of Grovey, except as good as Grovey was and is, Hornsby was a little faster. And so you're thinking, wow, what does that add to the offense? But on the same token, like you're saying, if he's running behind everybody, and K.J. Jefferson, who you may have seen this stat, I think I saw it on Twitter, he had the highest rating of any SEC quarterback in the deep pass last year, including Alabama's. And so you think you got a quarterback that can throw it deep, and you got the fastest guy on the team. Wouldn't you want to throw mm-hmm. it to him some? <laughs> he's pretty good. I mean, that, that's a good combination.
1: Oh, yeah, I could see, I, I could absolutely see Malik ending up with like 20 catches and averaging 20-plus yards a catch, no yeah. question.
2: But same thing, if he's, if he's running and he's, you know, they don't run the option, but if he's on the quarterback run and he gets a block on the corner, whoo, he's going to be tough to catch. Yeah.
1: Oh, they're not, you know, they're going to do things like, you know, they'll run into rounds, they'll shift him in to, uh, to line up at quarterback and just run the ball with him you know, like uh, Wildcat style. Yeah. Uh, they'll have him, you know, throw to KJ and do double passes. And there's a lot of things that they could do to to keep the defense on their toes. You don't want to get too cute all the time with that. But, right. um, you know, there's absolutely things that you can do here and there that could, could really result in some big yardage pickups. Um, I, I would be – I mean, to, Malik, to me, Malik is scary out there. He, he's a scary – player because he has such good speed and if he can also throw the ball then that just I mean that gives you a lot more to prepare for as a defense you know just the time you have to spend during the week preparing a little bit extra so um, I think that they'll probably show some of that stuff pretty early just to you know not everything but you know start showing hey you know we've got this guy you know we're prepared to use him all kinds of ways.
0: Alright, Trey, this from our Asher Record Service Company, Live fan feedback. Uh Jason says, Trey, do you think Bryles will turn KJ loose this year? Let him improvise like he did in the second half versus Penn State.
1: Do I think they'll turn him loose? Yes. <laughs> KJ? I don't I don't think they held him back any last no, year.
2: I don't think so. Mm mm.
1: So more than of what they did last year, I guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I would say, I would say, you know, obviously you, you don't want to, you want them to keep that gunslinger mentality and all those things, but I would just say the one thing, maybe, maybe here and there, step out of bounds or or slide, you know, right. maybe deliver that blow. Here I come early, and but maybe let's slide a little bit more this year.
0: Like that idea. Here is a different Jason, I guess, I presume. Jason, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey.
2: Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, I, I know passing is something that uh, Malik probably needs to get more consistent with, uh, you know, in practice and then carrying over the games. But I think a play that a lot of people have forgotten about from last year against Georgia, you know, he throws about a 35- or 40-yard pass into the end zone for Jaquelin Crawford and You know, it it was in his hands, and if if that's to a receiver who's been playing more or a little bit more experienced, you know, that could have been a touchdown and broke the shutout for us. So, um, you know, I'm I'm just talking about one play here, but he has at least shown the ability to do it once, and probably if if he can get consistent with it, um, you know, could be a good quarterback after K.J. leaves. Yeah, I don't know if anybody remembers that play or not. Yeah.
0: Well, the one that I, I was going to reference a moment ago was the pass that he threw like a dart, I think Trey used the word howitzer a moment ago, to Blake Kern. It was in the end zone, and Kern couldn't hang on to it, dropped it, and that would have been six against Texas A&M, mm-hmm. and that happened to be the last quality throw that he made, but uh, at the same time, that ball should have been caught, and uh Exhibited that strong arm that Trey was talking about. But, yeah, yeah he's the, and, he throws know, the balls the league, on the money. Those balls get
1: caught, and that, you know, brings a little confidence to your game. And, I mean, that confidence helps you go a long way too.
0: Thanks, guys. And it Thanks changes sometimes. also the perception sometimes, the way that even the coaches look at you. Um, yeah. This from David, he says, Trey, uh, do you think Landers will help the team – uh, is that Matt Landers, the transfer yeah. receiver?
1: Georgia to Toledo to Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he he had like 500 receiving yards last year, and he was a pretty well-regarded recruit too. Uh, you know, when he went to Georgia, he's a taller guy at six five, so you know he's a little bit different than than all of them. You know, I mean, I think most of those guys would go about six three right now at wide receiver, so he's He's definitely taller. Um, you know, he's proven that he can get the, the 50-50 balls. I'm interested to see what he could bring to the table. There's a lot There's a lot of guys at wide receiver with some intrigue, you know. There may not be a Traylon Burks, but, you know, you've got Jaden Hazelwood, who was once regarded as the number four overall prospect in the entire country. Uh, obviously tore his ACL at Oklahoma, came back and let him in catches last year before transferring to Arkansas. And then Keytron. you know, who was – Got all the ability in the world, but was kind of raw coming in. And you know, Warren Thompson was a four-star recruit also uh, at Florida State. And you know, his problem was probably not catching the easy ones, but the really difficult ones he was pulling in. So you know, if you get him catching some of the the easy stuff and just getting a little better concentration, you know, he can be a weapon for you. And then you know, there's Bryce Stevens who's got a lot of speed. They like Jaden Wilson, you know, in that last year class. Um, you know, there's – and, you know, Matt Landers, Isaiah Satania coming in. Uh, Randy's There's guy. a lot that's of intriguing possibilities.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's Randy's guy. Yep. <laughs> there's so a lot Satania. of intriguing possibilities at wide receiver next year. And right. They just got to get it sorted out, and they'll have, you know, three hard weeks of fall camp to, to really get it ironed out of where they want to go and, you know, before they start preparing for Cincinnati.
0: I wasn't going to say anything about Isaiah. I wanted to kind of slip yes, through. You were. As, as an unknown. You're, you always do. <laughs> Every I time his name comes be, up. Let him be that secret weapon. Thank All you. right, this from the uh, 870 from our Buzz text line, thanks to Arkansas Bank and Trust. Um, what is Arkansas's largest class ever? And then we want to say hello and happy number six birthday for Eli he is uh the son of 870 so happy birthday Eli all right Trey Trey, what is our birthday birthday, Eli
2: Trey Trey can only go back to when uh the numbers were decreased because in the 60s you could bring in unlimited so that's true if they want to know the largest recruiting class they might have run in 50 or 55 so Trey take it away for in your time (laughs) I mean, In a more
1: modern era, it's got to be one of the Houston nut classes. Yes. Back absolutely. when you could, you could sign you could as many players as you wanted yeah, back then. In fact, right. that's when they created the Houston nut rule because he signed so many players at Ole Miss that year. I think he signed 37 at Ole Miss. 37. I know he's gone over 30 at
0: Arkansas, but I don't know the exact number. We will talk to you tomorrow, Trey. That's Trey Media of Hawksports.com.